<laughs> okay, hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. <clears throat> I'm your host, Rob. It's the HC One Monday show, where every Monday at 7 p.m., not 7.45, we... <laughs> 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 we we record uh, the Agency of Monday show, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Dan. Hello, Dan. G'day, g'day. G'day, g'day. And also Mr. Nathan, leader of the Grotz, Prescott. Hello, Nathan. Hello, good evening. Good evening. There's a bit of a slant there. The head just rolls <laughs> off the edge. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Uh, great to have you both here. Today's show, we're going to be talking about some incredibly exciting news if you're a Destruction player. And also, we will be discussing the future Battle Scroll update and what we'd like to see from that Battle Scroll update. Before we do any of that, I'm going to say hello to the Twitch chat, everyone on the podcast, everyone watching on YouTube, and I'm going to ask everyone how they're doing. I'm going to start with you, Nathan. Because uh, I'm not sure how long it, you'll be here for. <laughs> I'm not sure either. <laughs> and and honestly, of all of the how are you doing, like, and, and it's not that we don't want to hear from the chat or from the YouTube thugs or from the Hydro homies. It's just that whatever they're going to say, there is no way it will compare to what is happening for you right now. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, I've had a good weekend, thank you. I've, I've been at the Shambhala Festival, so... Uh, yeah. Shambhala Festival is a uh, a regular yearly festival where people play glue spike gits like laughing. It's laughing. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's all about uh, topping up your uh, uh, visions. Yeah, <laughs> your mushroom capacity. Your mushroom capacity. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like let's let's assume that this weekend at the festival that you were at, see more. yeah, you yeah. you you were able to see some new visions. What visions did you yeah. see? <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw some weird things. I saw a golden pond with dragons spinning in circles. With they had long sticks. I don't understand. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Was it like the... an installation? <laughs> No, it's just the thing I saw. Nobody else saw it. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing, Nate. I was going to say, the really hard thing about, about shams is you're never quite sure whether it's something you just saw or whether it was actually an art ins installation. And, like, afterwards, you kind of piece together things and you'll be... I, I, I've had conversations with people where I'm like, uh. yeah, and the blah, 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 and the blah, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, I saw that too. That was so cool. I'm like, okay, so that that was real that was a thing that existed <laughs> that was, and yeah, then you'll yeah. be like you'll be continuing conversation and they're like and then that huge rabbit thing and they're like rabbit <laughs> thing you're like okay so that that was me that was that was a me thing that i yeah, saw you were the and rabbit you, yeah you slowly work through you're like okay real and hallucination real yeah. hallucination and you just build yourself a timeline of experiences so nathan yeah. uh now i don't know if you know this but there's been a new squig model showcased mm. i don't know if you've mm. seen it uh would you say that um uh, you have been on like a vision quest to bring us this <laughs> the squig model laptops. yeah squig. how do you feel no, about that is that what you were yeah, doing I, well i was on a uh, yeah Probably that was what I was doing. I just didn't know it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> like all true, good, <laughs> true, like all true shamans, you knew you needed to connect with the force for something, but you didn't know what for. Uh, amazing. What it was, yeah. Oh, well, like, did you have a good Pres time? Squig. Yeah. Did oh you yeah, get... yeah, great time. Yeah, did you? You had a good time. 
yeah. I, I want you to know, Nathan, that if there is like a religious leader, like uh, Schwami kind of like uh, future for you, if you're planning on creating like a small commune, a cult, oh, I'm, yeah, in. Sure, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Danny, you yeah. joining us or are you like, you're just going to run security? Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll be there. Um, except I think that there's, there's a level that I would like to be, which is just blind follower, you know, like, like not even aware that I'm in a cult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like yeah. that's where I'd like to be like at the true bottom of the totem pole. Um, but I'll be a power bottom, so it'll be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Beautiful. Dan, how have you been? Yeah. I'm great. Um, uh, it's been a, been a, a good week. Lots of like running around and doing stuff and organizing, uh, uh, project things. Cause obviously we're still in the, the middle of the strike here, which is just a good opportunity to get, get stuff moving. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, union action, union action, but please God, I just want to get back to work. Um, but it's good. It's good. Don't play. Disney shouldn't be digitizing people and then using them instead of hiring real actors. I really, uh, like, what, so, I really, I really like what Bob Iger said this week, where he said he was personally offended, and I was like, "Let's go. That's good. Yeah, let's let's, let's yeah. personally offend him loads more." That's the head of Disney. Yeah, by it's, it, I mean, at some point, you get paid enough that that it doesn't matter. You know, like, it's like, what are you, I'm a multi, I'm a hundred millionaire, I'm a, a billionaire, and it's like, and I'm, you hurt my feelings, and it's like, well, do you know how many people you've actively killed by not providing them with enough money to survive or go to the hospital, even though they work full time for you? Um, anyway, uh, I hope that doesn't hurt his feelings either, uh, but... The, I hope it does. So that's been good. I hope he trips over. He, he he watches this show and he's like, "All I wanted was war dollies in safety without having my manly feelings hurt again." Uh, no, I've been good. Went to Seattle over the weekend, which was rad. Uh, and uh, and yeah, and now I'm back, and it's a it's a week of work and war dollies and all kinds of of joy and pre production stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm in the happy place. How was the atoll? I, I saw it, I seen it, and it was spectacular. I love it. Uh, I, I actually, I haven't, I, even though I only live a couple of hours away, I haven't been to Seattle yet. Um, and it was spectacular. So anyone who's watching along from uh, down that way, you have a spectacular, gorgeous city, and I'll be looking for any loose excuse to come down and visit again soon for events and all kinds of joy. So, yeah, it was rad. All right, that's lovely. It. Seattle is a beautiful city, awesome city. All right. Okay. Great. Uh, just keep everyone updated about what I did. I mm. uh, taught someone how to play their Age of Sigmar third ed for the first time on Sunday. Cool. Uh, can't go through like uh, and uh, really fun. Um, and I think they they actually told me they were like I had a lot of fun and I was like that's really nice. Oh, uh, that's that was really cool. fun as well. But also, I think it was a bit of a splash of water on my face on the copium of what Age of Sigmar is. Uh, and I was telling mm. Dan about this in the pre-show and I was saying like, mm. I did magical dominance outside of 30 inches on the first turn. And I was like, did you mm. know that I scored two victory points for doing that? And they were like, why? And I was like, that's a real good question. 
I'm not really sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I deployed a wizard outside of 30 and I cast a spell while you had no chance of unbinding it. Yeah. Uh, and and, then, like, and ah. then they were like, they were like, mm, okay, I'll do the same. And I was like, well, I now have all of these dice I'm going to stop you with. And they were like, this yeah. sucks. I was like, because <laughs> at, at that point, neither of the two armies had even, not a, not a shot was fired in anger not yeah. a blade was drawn in fury nothing had happened uh and then uh, we did some fighting uh and then i was like and also make sure you stand on <laughs> very sweetly they deployed yeah. a bunch of their um because uh, they're playing soul like grave lords a bunch of their dire wolves just it, like into no man's land we we're playing six objectives three on their side three on my yeah. side and just onto no man's land they were just there and i was like what is the plan there and they were like <laughs> Well, I don't know. I reckon they'd just be there. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is a game where it's not, that's not how it works. Put them in a line in front of the rest of your army. Yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? They're just going to be there. You're like, don't, don't do that. Don't yeah, do don't, that. Don't, don't just be do there. <laughs> don't just be there. Just being there is a bad vibe. Yeah. Be like, somewhere else. So um, that was really fun. Like, it took a while. Um, and helping someone write a list, it's quite, it's quite intimidating actually mm. how much info you have to give someone who's new in an intro game yeah. and i know you don't have to mm. give them all that information but i felt like um it was pretty relevant and i feel like battle tactics are they are a quintessential element of the game um mm. and while i don't think i'm necessarily going to cover that on this show i think i'd probably like to have a, like a long chat about just how non-linear they are to a battle like mm. if the, if they were things like you know kill a general destroy a battle line unit you know hold an objective yeah. do a thing but when they're like do a spell don't do a spell you're like oh okay that's a bit dance i i think i i do like it but yeah no i i also i know what you mean where if you're explaining la a lot of last editions battle tactics where it's like what is it pick an objective your opponent controls and you need to control it with a hero or something like that you're like Okay, that makes sense, you know, like a, a hero leading the charge to take back ground or something like that. Yeah. But like the the I mean, play my beast of chaos and they've got one where it's like, have guys on terrain in here doing this. And I'm like, I, what? No. Like that's so weird. It's it, it's like Well, I don't hate that. Yeah. Like I don't hate that. Yeah. I don't hate the idea of, you know, have two units wholly in terrain inside your opponent's territory. Cause then it's kinda like mm. you've like got some goats yeah. and you've snuck into their house and you're like, meh. Because yeah. <laughs> that's how all the great battles were won. With yeah, that's in it. People's houses. Uh, also, Rob, uh, Dan's nation <laughs> lost an entire war against emus. With Nathan, emus. Yeah. yeah. If, yeah. if we can't even beat emus, like, what would our chances have been at goats? And let's let's also remember, goats don't make that sound. Rob, <laughs> goats scream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan, like, didn't your so... did, didn't your country lose a war against the boars? <laughs> the boars, the boars, no, no, just... the pigs. Somebody's country did, yeah. Well, oh, okay. I think they won the mention. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, Who knows? Um, all right. I okay. so you know you know how we were talking a, a couple of shows ago about like having a little gift or something to give your opponent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a gift made up for my beasts of chaos, and it's a coin. And on one side, it has just has bar 
on it and on the other side it has a screaming goat face that just is screaming let's goat uh and so so like i and what i wanted i'm gonna like effectively just download the sound of that goat just going like ah! and screaming and anytime my goats charge i'm gonna play that noise that's just a go, good there we go that's a good noise i really do think that yeah. okay well um so yeah i'd played a bit of age sigma not tons but uh really fun i also did a bit of list writing which is fun as well did that for the upcoming cities of sigma list uh um and i did pick myself up the 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 fomo box uh which is quite exciting oh. so oh, i'm yeah. i'm quite excited about that i think the minis are stunning stunning oh oh i can't ooh. wait to ooh. I've I've did the same thing, uh, and I can't wait to dirty them up. Ooh, I'm gonna grubby, oh yeah. messy, oh yeah. dirty, rusty, all prepare to get grimy, you beautiful lads and ladies. I'm gonna I'm gonna just paint mine while I'm on the phone to Nathan while he's telling me about his sex ventures. Yeah, I'm like just <laughs> I'm like and just put a bit more blood on her face. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're putting a bit of blood on her face, but then people lean around and it's like. Damn, Rob, how many edge highlights are you going to put on his booty and junk? Like, just like, it was like when I was painting Magneto for MCP, I was like, he he is wearing purple trunks. Is know? he caked like, up? He's, he's is Magneto caked up? Well, no, but it was just more that I was like, I was like, I'm spending a lot of time highlighting his crutch. You know, like, like there's, 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 it's, he's, he's not got an unnecessary amount of groin, but I definitely spent too long making sure it was well highlighted. I So this is kind of an interesting thing. As a side note, I just want to throw this out there, but did anyone play XCOM as a game? XCOM 1, XCOM 2. It's like mm -hmm. a turn-based game, Nath, where you kind of okay, level up your characters. It. And it's basically everything Baldur's Gate 3 is, uh, but Baldur's Gate 3 just had, like, titties and you could just fuck a, a vampire elf yeah and like ultimately it turns out that that's all you what? needed to really excel the game beyond the levels that you originally thought from xcom mm -hmm. yeah in xcom so i'm just saying like uh, if the get what if warhammer ever starts to go downhill which it didn't but just making yeah. up some caked up baddies <laughs> yeah it's not bad as an idea like, imagine you got a, <laughs> imagine a six saying... sigma guy just with a real yeah. fucking big ass just he's just holding <laughs> out are you saying games workshop should get into inflatables i think that they should <laughs> they should focus is what i think they should do uh yeah. on, mm. on making the game more accessible to all of us um because <laughs> and, and you're saying that the answer is is R ratings and romance subplots within Warhammer games. No, I, is no, that why we're? I, is that the purpose of this whole show, Rob? Are no. you going to say like <laughs> we want the next Battle Scroll to have romanceable NPCs? Is that where you're going with this? You're like, what happens? It's like, okay, well, what's my battle tactic? My battle tactic is to, to seduce that war chanter, and you're just like, oh yeah, drum away at my heart, green daddy. What is the battle tactic? Is on a three plus you kill. It's the war channel. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yes. Like, tell me yeah. that. <laughs> right. I didn't so know I wanted not... this. Go on, Nath. So it's not magical dominance anymore. <laughs> Just dominance. <laughs> 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 
imagine though. Imagine if the next set of battle tactics they released were like just, uh, uh you know, walk up uh, one enemy, one hero within three inches of another enemy hero on a three plus, lay a big smooch yeah. on their face, consensually, yeah. uh, and then achieve your two victory points. Actually, better than yeah. some of the battle tactics that currently exist. I would imagine. <laughs> also, imagine, Dan, uh, Nathan. This is a serious question. Imagine right. turn five. Yeah, you're mm. a hundred person event. You're playing right now. Thank you, uh, Peyton Tentacle, for subscribing. You're playing for the win. It's going to be your first five zero, yeah. or maybe it'll help you get in the national team. And then round five, mm. your war chanter. Yeah. All he's got to do yeah. is roll a three plus to do a big kiss on Nagash's lips. You're telling me that's yeah. not the funniest shit you've ever been a part of, yeah? No. I mean, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you roll a six, yeah. and he actually busts out a guitar, plays some flamenco <laughs> music, and fully spin dips Nagash. You know, like like Nagash is like there, one knee cocked, just like take me, you toothy yeah. beast. <laughs> and then you have the golden ticket. Love yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> you know what that is it that's what the game is currently missing <laughs> is seduction okay we've got battle we've got violence but where is the love okay so i've changed my mind on what next week's show is next week's show is us coming up with eight seduction battle tactics for the seduction version of age of sigmar age of sigmar <laughs> at night okay <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna do that next sweet week seduction yeah sweet yeah. seduction cool. so uh, if you are watching if you are watching this video listen to the podcast please do either leave a comment on the youtube video or if in the twitch chat if you could send us your suggestions for your seduction battle tactics like <laughs> and, then, and rob you know that there's got to be a single custom one for the mutilith vortex b <laughs> which is just like which is it's just like all it says is like um it's just like the sketchy subreddit seduction tactic where it's just like you 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 know what you shouldn't be but you know hentai dan you're saying hentai okay <laughs> with so many tentacles but somehow still yes. four legs oh my god okay i'm super into this this is great all right okay so I don't know where we ended up, so you two are fine. I'm fine. That's I don't know the, how we got here. That's good. We've started in a good place. <laughs> so, <laughs> so was that the soft intro? Again? That was the soft intro. The, yeah, right. I don't know. It hasn't got me soft. <laughs> right. So uh, we are now going to talk about uh, Clonk. Okay. So this is Clonk. So he is a new fella, a new squig. His name's Clonk. Mm -hmm. He has got an mm -hmm. anvil head. So. Uh, the Nova Open preview is happening on Wednesday. We'll be live streaming it, so do ch ch hang out with us. But before we get there, we have another very important minute to show off beforehand. Take it away for the irascible, the intimidable, the indignant. It's the rock brow squig, Kalonk. Uh, this crotchety critter mm. has a hardened brow that looks like an overgrown pompadour. Cursed at birth with a permanent headache being uh, repeatedly battered on the head is the only source of relief for this little beast. But you have to wait to see who's delivering those thumps. So he is not going to be his own unit we talked about this on last week's show or the week before where the iron jaws have had there's rumors of an entire iron jaws release we're going to get um a bunch of different characters and one of them that we've heard about is going to be a blacksmith so this is probably the guy who accompanies the blacksmith for the iron jaws so it's not going to be a war cry war band it's mm. not going to be an update to gits instead it's an yeah. iron jaws mini 
of all things, which is uh, pretty incredible. What do you, so, yeah, what do you think, Dan? I love it because, I mean, uh, I think we might have mentioned it before, but uh, the the Iron Jaws have the whole background of pig iron. Like their, where their metal comes from is their, their gore grunters. The pigs just eat everything, the, mm. the body, the armor, the weapons, all of it when they eat stuff. And then they poop it out as like this like solid chunk of iron and then that's that legitimately that's what they then take to turn into their weapons and armor that's where the pig iron comes from so what this dude the the horror show for him is not only that his head is an anvil but the thing that is beaten on him is poo like poop is shaped on his head into weapons and armor and to be fair it's I, poop I also, metal yeah it's poop metal yeah. it's poop metal it's poop metal but there's no way it comes out clean like you know like there's there there's gonna be other it's it's not like it comes out like perfectly shiny you know like there's what if it did though what if gore grunters had furry buttholes (laughs) what if what if what if a gore grunters asshole is like those letterboxes that that nans used to have where they had brushes inside that would like clean the letter as it came through do you know the ones i mean did you ever? Yeah, did you have yeah. those in Australia? Yeah. What if they're like that? <laughs> so, so Rob, I think we need to rename the show because every single conversation, every single subject seems to involve uh, south of the border on models <laughs> or people in some way. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying that there's an option that that's true. We don't know because yeah. that would be like the perfect kind of like thing. You know what I mean? Like mm. if it had evolved mm. to poop out clean metal <laughs> yeah that would that's but is that where you think the 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 gore grunter evolutionary tract has gone down where they're like okay so they eat metal they poop it out and now they're gonna clean it all i'm thinking all i'm trying to do is with this show from this point on is preload nathan's brain so that when he tries to go to sleep and he has more hallucinations he just he just he just thinks just the most can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway oh, uh, bombs. Cool. Right. nathan what nice. do you think of the miniature to it. what do you think of the miniature no, no he looks cool uh very squiggy so yeah uh it's good that they're joining uh, joining more uh, different armies, so more squigs the better. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to go along with like a, a w- w- with with a you know with some sort of like blacksmith sort of orc character, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we take into account like uh, you, you really got to hope that your your the orc character we're getting is more of a kind of uh, you know cities of sigma metal forger mm. uh, or war forger than it is a rune lord. No offense, Nath. Um, because uh, there's a, there's a marked difference between those two as smithies yeah. at the moment, which is interesting, um, yeah. which is fun, uh, and so that'll be on uh, Thursday. So this will pretty much this pretty much guarantees that we're going to find out about this new Iron Jaws release on Thursday, mm-hmm. which is fun. Cool. Uh, Nath, as an Iron Jaws player, and everyone in the chat, everyone watching at home, how do you feel about the Iron yeah. Jaws release coming up? Oh, I know, uh, excited the big pig is coming finally so that'd be cool and yeah all the all the new stuff so yeah it's a it's a cool range it'd be nice to see it expanded definitely i agree i think it i think it'll be uh, it, it, and it looks like it's going to be aggressively expanded as well with at least two or three mm. new units mm. uh which i think mm-hmm. is quite fun uh dan you got any That's thoughts about them, like, yeah yeah 
Yeah, like I, I, I actually love the models. I think it's really telling that Iron Jaws armies, you see beautifully painted Iron Jaws armies without a lick of conversion in a lot of times. Like sometimes they will, but like they just look great. I love the sculpts. I love the design. If there's one thing though, it's that the army has been limited because realistically when you look at troops, they've got Ard Boys, which is a holdover from Warhammer Fantasy. Even though they're great sculpts, they still look good. But they've Ard Boys, Gore Grunters, and um, what's it called? Brutes they only have three unit units. So I think hopefully giving them maybe another unit or two gives a bit more like visual and, and tabletop flexibility like to the army rather than just the same three units in whatever combination. I Yeah, I uh, think... I think go on, Ace, after you. Sorry, I was just going to say, it'd be interesting to see if the book gets updated because it was one of the mm. first ones for this edition. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I think if the book is updated and then it might make um all of the orcs a bit better mm. like the cool boys and the bone splitters could also do with a bit of a, a bump all twice and if they can integrate more into a, when they're playing with each other that'd be cool well so i think this is a good opportunity to talk about that because yeah you bring up a good point and maybe one of the saddest points games workshop uh, recently released their uh, advertising article called Meta Watch, and they didn't put any bone splitters in that, and that's because basically mm. they haven't been played. Um, and then there are rumors, and they're pretty, they're not solid. I'm going to hit them up with like a 40% at the moment, but somewhere between 40 and 50, um, that bone splitters are going to get like squatted out like in the future. So I wouldn't, mm. I don't know if maybe this is the time when we're going to see that. If it's going to, you know, we're going to see Cruel Boys, we're going to see Iron Jaws. Uh, because I would think that they're sat on. It feels like they're sat on a second wave of Cruel Boys models. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. be. I would be very surprised if they weren't. Based on you know, there's some yeah. big kind of like missing units from the Cruel Boys range. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think that they're they're missing. So I would expect maybe in Age Sigma Four to see Iron Jaws and Cruel Boys become their own factions again, like mm-hmm. Ideneth and you know. Uh, and everything else and because iron jaws will be big enough at that point i think to you know sit on their own which i think will be interesting yeah uh, and i think yeah, we'll see bone sure. split i think we'll see bone splitters go away but obviously it would be really cool for them to communicate about that but they're not right now so that's a bit of a shame cruel boys is an interesting one for getting an update because they're the most in need of some rules changes that any army's ever had but they're now cheap enough that you see them a lot in tournaments they're playing quite a bit mm. and they're doing pretty well like there's quite a few like i, I think i read out one event where two different crew boys this went 4-1 like mm. yeah so they're just cheap though. yeah i think the the crew boys have enough tools I mean, like anything, they're very matchup dependent, but they do have enough tools to take a number of armies by surprise and throw off that army's entire battle plan, which is, is you know, that's that's how they do it. Uh, in particular, just taking units off the table at the start of the game and putting them into reserve. That's absurd, but you need to get lucky. You need to roll for D3 units and then you need to roll to make it happen. Uh, name of one of our battle tactics next week, get lucky. <laughs> get lucky. Get lucky. <laughs> what is it uh you just roll a dice and then you uh you put on a very particular song that we won't sing or play for uh legal reasons um and if you're up all night for it then you get lucky yeah uh yeah. it's quite interesting um to see what we do end up with and if they even mention that there are any plans they probably will just literally let some of the armies languish and just be like cool we're going to sort this all out in fourth because i would assume 
my personal opinion, and this is this is you get like a one percent level of guarantee on this, is that we're going to see mm-hmm. Index Age of Sigmar for fourth edition, which would be a massive shame. Yeah, it's just <laughs> such it's just such a good opportunity to sell everyone a ton of books again. They're not not taking mm-hmm. it right, like um so so talking about kind of rumors and stuff if you want to go down this route as well what Mm. happened to that incarnate so oh yeah 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 so like the other there was meant to be another one a spider one yeah doing this this is my i haven't even thought about that (laughs) that's that good spider man i don't know if that's i think that's that's the response to a spider but i don't think that's actually a spider that that makes me think more bat if anything battle tactic something yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i have thought about yeah so like uh i think that that spider was meant to be released in conjunction with the last ghb not even this right. GHB. Um, and, you know, like, with production being behind, because the games are behind on their production uh, and everything mm. else, and Incarnate being pretty much universally... Because you have to remember, this is an important point, the Incarnate was sold as part of a terrain kit. The terrain mm. kits come from China, and there's been a massive delivery problem with getting mm. those terrain kits from China. And if you look, loads of the 40k terrain on the Games Workshop store, as well as lots of other terrain, has just vanished off the store. So mm. I would assume that they've struggled to get that thing over from yeah. wherever that place is. Uh, and so uh, we might see it might be the end of the incarnates, which mm. what an amazing time like for that to be true but yeah no communication about the incarnate no incarnates there no incarnates being released it's kind of an interesting like yeah how happened yeah yeah got any theories anyone in the chat with a theory nathan got nathan have you got a theory <laughs> as to where the incarnate is this yeah I yeah incarnate correct yeah the incarnate that's the level of my jokes for today. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, maybe maybe someone, they just don't like spiders, and they saw it, and they were like, oh, nah, too much. Too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you saying all the decent terrain is from Asia, the Great Walls of China? <laughs> my, I don't want to... Uh, my girlfriend today was like, there's like no way you can paint this entire... Because I've got to paint the building tomorrow, the TSN Arena. And she was like, there's no way you can paint it in a day. And I was like, how dare you? Yeah, someone told a man that he couldn't wall off an entire country. Yeah, and now look, you can see it from space. Okay, I, I think, I think what you should have done, Rob, is just replied and sent her the link to your slap chop video. And I think you should, you should have been like, I think you're fine with the right method. Anyone can paint anything in a day. Send it through. There's another view. Yeah. That's, that's another view. Get it There's another yeah, view. Have you watched this? Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, before we move on to talking about the battle, so that's the kind of the big news for Age of Sigmar at the minute is uh, is obviously that with the rumours, uh, very uh, is that we're going to see Iron Jaws, and the rumours being obviously pretty persistent that you know like where the hell is the Incarnate, and and there will be a battle scroll update sometime in September, or it should be. That's when it should be scheduled. So that's what we're going to talk about next. But before we do, I thought I'd tell you both about a little bit of something that happened this weekend in Age of Sigmar. If you're excited. So this weekend, Ooh, over good. at the Northern Waste GT over in Canada, where Dan is, 
Yeah, Shards mm-hmm. and all the Waste crew. Great, great event. Very attractive players. Yeah. Stunningly wonderful human beings competing. Uh, stunning. Especially stunning. those from Vancouver. Stunning. Uh, now, there were some really interesting lists. Dale Johnson was running interesting lists, a bunch of other stuff. But I'd like to shout out, Nathan, and read you out, if that's okay, Conan, yeah. Conan Veach's list. Conan, Conan nice. Veach. Yeah, so he was running Gloomsbite Gits, and cool. he, he only lost his last game. It's important to remember... He only um, lost his last game bump. to yeah. the winner. Okay, all right, perfect. So well done to Conan. All right, so let's talk about what's in the list. So he's running King's Gits. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. So, uh, and his grand strategy is chasing the moon. So he's, he's got Web Spinner Shaman on a Ragnarok, who's the general. There's a big nice. spider right there. Yeah. 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 And he's got a super nasty Venom as the command trait, and his spell is a sneaky distraction. That's a minus one to hit aura, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't know what super just... nasty Venom is. It makes the mount's attacks uh, extra damage, uh, the venom on them. It increases the damage by one, doesn't it? Uh, Something like that. It does. Yeah, I don't know. Super nasty venom. Okay. All right. So. But yeah, it does extra damage on the venom attacks. Uh, So then there's a web spinner shaman. Not, Not with Blizzard. And then a madcap shaman, not with Blizzard. Scuttling terrors, and then the staff of sneaky stealing, and then a scuttle boss and gigantic spider. Okay, with the totem of the spider god. Okay, nice. if you, if you okay, perfect. If you keep it up. Madness. Yeah. Okay. All right. Madness. So 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 far, pretty interesting. Scuttle boss, madcap web spinner. They're super cheap, and then of course the web spinner on a Ragnarok. But then there's twenty yeah. shooters as battle line. No no drama. Yeah. Yeah. And then a web a Ragnarok spider. With Spider Fang War Party. Nice. Good. Yeah. 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 Nice option. Yeah, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Is that a nice option? Well, Um, it's it's an unusual option. But it is nice. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen that taken in my life. So. Mm, Yeah. Mm hmm. And then we have a double reinforced unit of spider riders. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. 15, Far out. 15 spider riders. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, we so just for everyone in the chat, anyone who doesn't really know, these are already two pretty out there picks. But what if I was to tell you this isn't the most out there pick in the list? Oh, <laughs> come on then. Okay. (laughs) I mean, the fifteen spiders are quite fun to play with. Have you played with them before? I've 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 played with them. Yeah, I had fifteen spiders fight thirty pink corrors. Did you win? For a game, Uh, they killed them all. Oh wow! Over about three turns, three four turns. Okay, all right, amazing. Uh, Then the Gobblepalooza. I feel like yeah. this. I feel like this Good. list was only able to do get a four one at an event because somehow you psychically connected to it while high as fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've worked it out. Yeah. It, the there had to be some kind of divine intervention for this list. All right. Okay. So uh, the Gobble Blues, which makes sense. Some sneaky yeah. snufflers. Yeah. 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 Rippers. Rippers. Snarlfangs. That does that get a lot of play in the kits list at the minute? Not no, not at the moment. But yeah, it's just a what, tiny. You, Rob, the you mean the wall. 
band, isn't it? Yeah, they're the war band. They're the, the named war the band. The war band from the Underworlds world. of Goblins Riding Wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Not very common. Uh, then Tenlu yeah, Smasher yeah. Fanatics, yeah, yeah. which I think are becoming in vogue yeah. at the minute, if I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tenlu yeah, Smashers. Yeah, tasty, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then... Well, I mean, 10, yeah. 10 isn't in vogue. I believe 60 is in vogue. <laughs> yeah, 60 uh, is in vogue. 60 yeah. is in vogue. <laughs> 10, 10 is not in vogue. 10 is in, like, what's one of those kid, uh, like, magazines, you know, like, that all, that preteens read? Like, that's yeah. what 10 is. 60 is vogue. 10 is uh, Dolly. Dolly? I feel like I remember Dolly in Australia or something like that, or, like, like TV guide uh, i don't know yeah something uh well so and then a reinforced unit <laughs> of snarl fang riders oh yeah oh, yeah how did all. this list go four and extra, one I would extra, love doggos. extra doggos not only just not only five snarl fang riders but a unit of 10 snarl fang riders uh which is ten. just 10 wow. so a reinforced unit of snarl fan wow. riders which are the goblins riding on wolves wow yeah, which you very seldom see yeah that's wow. i think he's the, played. i think he's the only person who's ever bought them <laughs> but, well that's what we were talking about right like there's only been two boxes them, sold in the entire their boxes. world yeah well yeah they stayed in boxes well actually we kind of did the math on this me in the chat earlier so the wolves themselves have a two inch bite reach so they could fight in two ranks they got two attacks each that are threes and threes but it's no ren damage too so these are kind of mm. one of those sneaky hoarfrost options where mm. what you could do because i don't know what keywords they have or what buffs you can give them nath i don't know if like you're going to be able to give them plus one attack or anything like that yeah, you can. I think they'll get the additional attack from... Snuffless? Oh, he hasn't got any spores. Splatters. Yeah, the Snufflers could do it if you roll a five or six if the moon is around. But, okay. And he could give them extra rend from the Cobblepalooza as well. Oh, I don't think that will stack with uh, Horfrost, though. A... No, no, that wouldn't mm, stack with Horfrost. Yeah. So, so what you could have from just those 10... If you could have plus one Ooh. attack, for those 10 doggos, you have 30 attacks that are twos and threes, ren three, damage two. Ooh. It's pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. And they're fast. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, I mean, it's not bad. I just... I feel like it's... it's there's That's there's a level the of seeing the matrix you know like like <laughs> like rune holses uh when he got to rune temperature with that lumineth list with the stone mountain cow list mm. that didn't make sense in a heal on meta and then you saw him and you were like this man knows what he's about like this man wore dollies well i feel like that's that's the mode for this list you know yeah. like you look at it and you're like i can't make hide nor hair of it and then the 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 player comes along just like cracks their knuckles sits down and goes like i know you can't but that's because i'm at a different fucking level uh, like that's the vibe i get <laughs> but he was canadian so he was like wait bud uh here's my boys uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway that's my list of the week what do you think yeah well dig it yes. that's a fun list it's yeah. a fun list i would have liked to have watched those games yeah yeah i would have been very confused by that those but he beat nurgle fire slayers mm. Uh, which I think is pretty interesting. So yeah. uh, very, I'm, very fun. I mean, personally, I have to shout out the Warp Dice crew who are the local 
local gang I play with here because they're spectacular and just a bunch of beautiful human beings in every single way. Um, and and specifically Dayton because he is, you know, he's he's a babe. He's an absolute babe. Agreed. Uh, and he might fight fires, but he lights one in my heart. So oh, wow. it's always important. To, yeah. And so I'm that's very another battle tactic. That's another battle yeah, tactic. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's it. Dayton, I if I like if I rock up to a game against Dayton, we put our armies across. I'm like, fuck. There's two points for you. And he's like, why? And I'm like, we made eye contact, and I felt a flutter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Beautiful poetry. Beautiful poetry. I agree. Right. Okay. So yeah. that's kind of the news from this week, uh, which is interesting. Uh, we're going to get onto the battle scroll. The battle scroll is coming soon. Uh, so, what is the mm -hmm. battle scroll for people who are unaware? Every three months, Games Workshop releases their battle scroll, where they uh, and they've done some interesting stuff. They either change points around, or they they normally change points around, and also will change rules uh, for armies, units, uh, allegiance abilities. They'll add battle tactics. That's a new thing that they've started to do. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that they will do to try to rebalance the state of the game. Now, uh, we've actually held off on publishing the Honest Wargamer stats, or the TSN stats, for this edition, specifically to see what sort of wild shit they get themselves into. So, previously, I'm sure people were aware of this, Games Workshop would be looking at the TSN stats produced by Robin Ziggy uh, to make sure... Uh, you know, to basically to look at the correct stats, like to see their homeworks being done well. They had a good crack at it, but like they're not Robin Ziggy, right? They're like fine. That's, there's yeah. a reason that there is sitting on the tables behind you in class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and every now and then you hear like the of someone dropping their pen, and they're like, "Oh, better reach down and get that." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and when they are left to balance on their own. Uh, they do get to 40k levels of quality uh so uh like you know it's we've left them to ha we've hung them out to dry as a bit of a test which has been very fun um and so now we're gonna see what this battle scroll update looks like but i'd like to know what you two the chat and also i'd like to maybe throw my 10 cents out for like what i'd like to see in the battle scroll update um uh, as a balance patch for age of sigmar and maybe also talk about the fact that you know, we're still got nine-ish months of this GHB to go, uh, which is mm -hmm. primal. That's all I'm going to say. It's fucking primal. primal. Yeah, so primal. Um, so, <laughs> uh, have you guys got any uh, like initial off the bat thoughts, or what did you both think of that the last battle scroll update? Just remind everyone what happened in the last update. We got some points changes, which were kind of interesting, but not really. Uh, and then uh, the major things were the changes to look at, sir. We got new battle tactics for uh, the Cruel Boys in the Iron Jaws, and we also Arcane got Tome. Uh, Arcane Tome. We also got the coherency change for units of six mm. or less. Yeah. It's kind of the thing. What did you think of the last battle scroll update, Dan? Uh, I liked it. I there was there was honestly I I really liked just about everything that came in the last battle scroll update. There was just one one little thing missing that I think would have have put made it a bullseye. And that's like obviously lookout sir they adapted and adjusted uh for those that don't remember the there were changes to lookout sir uh for heroes in the last general's handbook and then they kind of adopted and adapted those changes into permanent rules in the last battle scroll um and there was one other little change that i would have loved to see them do that which is the the uh the battalion that let you strike the the um within an inch of other models in the unit uh basically striking two ranks i would have loved to see that become 
full like like just become become rule even if it was like only on a reinforced unit like if you reinforce a unit they get that um only because i was like like seeing how they did they changed that uh for instance playing ogres where gluttons come in a unit of six and in the previous coherency see as until i lost one it was really hard to keep six gluttons in coherency and max out their attacks and like actually get use out of the back two um so them changing coherency to make sense also with like five unit cav and stuff like that it was great very very good but i would really like to see strike in two ranks because i think that will help combat infinitely uh and and give it a little bit more balance the only problem there is that you also need to recognize you need to maybe balance some other stuff coming forward but if i was to make one change on the last one it would be that i'd throw that in okay i'd like have kept that Mm yeah i don't hate that uh Nathan, what did you think about the last one um i've probably only played a handful of games so far since since the latest edition so i can't really comment too much uh and other than that well i enjoyed the few games that i've had um i do agree with the um with dan's point about the striking in two ranks thing i, agree. Uh, I don't know if if that the making it six or less possibly nine or less because some of the units do go up mm. to nines some of those bigger base units but i, I think that might be a bit niche but mm. yeah i'd more uh i don't know if if uh you'll probably know more with all the stats and stuff uh if the last update has made anything has bought you know made anything a bit broken or uh made made some armies uh like consequences that they that nobody really foresaw until these devious players have got hold of them and <laughs> made their own little uh adaptions yeah, yeah. uh well okay so it's a, it's a great point um so i think there's two things because about the last battle scroll obviously coincided with the launch of the ghb so those two things mm. in conjunction you ended up in a which is always kind of a weird state of play where you're balancing a game based on an edition that happened before and now you're in a new mm. edition so that kind of like uh so they've kind of got really lucky in the last couple of like ghbs and battle scroll updates in that the updates that they've been able to push through have been hidden in their effectiveness because of mm. obviously there being a new whole game state so like that's been able to move around quite a bit um the things that probably like uh, came out of the last battle scroll not the ghb which i think is interesting Ooh. is you did see you start to see plague drones are an interesting example there's a couple of units that kind of fit into that monstrous cavalry mm. or monstrous yeah. infantry uh, that kind of work uh, we've seen plague drones starting to do quite well uh, which i think is quite interesting as well uh, and then units mm. that were already going to be strong like mortis guard are already strong but probably the biggest yeah. effect that we've seen from the last ghb to sorry from the battle scroll update has got to have been the win rate for Cruel Boys and Big War. Specifically because um, they changed to... They gave Cruel Boys a new battle tactic that they could do from their book, and they gave Iron Jaws a new battle tactic they could do from their book. But if you're playing Big War, you could do either of those two. And because both of them were really easy, like almost autocomplete, what you're effectively doing yeah. is giving four points immediately to Big War. Yeah. Ver- versus 
you know, and it's quite an elegant solution because really, like, you have to think about the constraints for what is mm. applying to the rules writers or maybe the FAQ people. Games Workshop are pretty mm. much, they haven't publicly stated, but they have stated, amongst other people, that they, they're not going to change rules at all because that invalidates books that they're trying to sell you. So they will not do that. Um, they'll change points, but they're not people who they don't drastically affect points. That we've never seen any mm. drastic points changes. Like remember when the incarnate was in every list in the known universe, and they were like, yeah, plus eighty points or whatever. And I'd yeah. like, I'd have like put it at like five hundred points, and then people were like, oh, yeah, we, we can't play with it now. I'm like, so. Like Good. so, like yeah. As far as the company's all. concerned, you already went yeah. out and bought one. You got to play with it for three months. For you meta chasing yeah, yeah. dingus. <laughs> all right. So uh, I don't know. Like so, they've they've always done that kind of like plus ten points, mm. minus ten points. Yeah. On units, um, so that your list has always kind of changed, the, stayed the same anyway. And we've talked about this a lot. Unless you change enough points in a list, that a list loses point, loses a unit, or yeah you uh you you reduce it enough points that you gain a unit there isn't really enough effect from points changes that's going to change the shape of a, of how a list works mm. uh so i think so the, yeah the biggest change has been the um the battle tactics and probably like what we'd like to see from the new ghb sorry from the new battle roll update would probably be the same sort of solution for mm. um the armies that aren't performing well, like Stormcast, hmm. would be a good example. So, being because they have that Stormcast, Skaven, uh, they've got really limited battle tactics for their armies. And so, giving them hmm. better battle tactics for their armies would improve their win rate. Um, I mean, before I have any more thoughts about that, Nathan, how do you feel about that as like a, and chat? How do you all feel about that as a solution? I'm interested in what your thoughts are. Just making their win conditions easier yes but i mean yeah it would make sense if they're just making all everybody's win conditions of equal par you know of mm. parity yeah uh so that would be a good place to start as far as i'm concerned okay uh yeah. okay. uh dad what do you I, think and then, oh, go on Nathan, well i was just on. gonna say oh, oh no sorry no oh, i was just saying and then you can decide whether uh there's anything else that needs changing but it seems odd that the battle tactics would be it would be better if they were all of an equal uh, mm. level and then you can look at other balance problems if that's what you're that's if that's what you're aiming at for balance mm. yeah, i don't know what do you think Dan? sorry yeah, I, I just to build on that, because I've actually had that conversation with a couple of people too, um, based off the back of things you said, Rob, where like giving an army two battle tactics so that it can nail easily, uh, it, it's across the board, like it's not just for them. And the reason it's good is don't forget, that's not, that's not a four-point swing. That's often a six or an eight-point swing. Because if I know my battle tactic is so easy, I can fall over and achieve it, I can actually spend my turn making sure I, I deny or make it incredibly hard for my opponent to score their battle tactic. Because I don't need to focus on mine. I don't need to think about mine. So I can set up my army, army I can position to to deny the easy, like force my opponent to go for a riskier battle tactic for theirs or stop them outright. Anyway, I just, 
I think that was was really key to that. It wasn't just going here's four victory points that you don't that like just have them, take them, enjoy. It's saying here's four victory points, so you now have two turns where you can just focus on denying your opponents. And that that is when when people talk about why having easy battle tactics in a competitive scene isn't good that's the conversation that i think sometimes gets missed it's not just a conversation of you get points easy it's you get points easy and so you don't need to think about your game as much you can play to stop your you can like put all of your army all of your strategy into a turn into denying your opponent which is great that's an awesome tactic but it should be done in conjunction with you having to balance scoring your objectives. And if you don't have to, it just, that's where you start to get ones that where we see these big blowouts and armies that are really hard to stop. Yeah, like uh, I, I would say that like the win rates on the units that are already doing well are armies that already have access to battle tactics, which are very high. Um, mm. And also it changes the differential landscape pretty significantly as well. Like if you're building mm. a list that, almost auto does five battle tactics that's 10 points grand strategy auto does it is another three that's 13 so now you're only mm. arguing over the primary um yeah but the uh so just i i wanted you two to go first i wanted to throw my 10 cents in on this so uh, i i i think it's a really good solution for helping redress the win rates of armies like i think it's a very mm. quick very elegant very like fine way of redressing the win rates but what i think it fundamentally fails to do is make me feel like i'm having a battle like if mm. that makes sense it feels yeah. like it feels like what it is uh, and also you have to remember that there are constraints they're not going to change the rules for units so you know mm. that's already out they'll, they'll do nominal points changes so these fixes that we're talking about like when they remember when they did the you gain a bonus victory point if you kill these selected units that we got yeah. last season mm. like yeah. again that was another tr like attempt as a workaround or a patch for trying to fix something which they can fix much better doing another way but ultimately mm. ha does it remotely feel like you're doing a battle no it just doesn't mm. like a battle tactic where two iron jaws units or three or whatever it is are standing in the middle of the board doesn't feel like you've done much there as like a yeah you know a battle a game a yeah. war we are playing a war game right it's what it is mm. um mm. and it feels it feels very odd especially when you talk to high-end players or players that play a lot mm. They do not write lists trying to buff a unit to do this or get another unit to do mm. that or think about positioning. They're just like, I'm going to do this turn one, I'm going to do this turn two, I'm going to do that turn three, I'm going to do that turn four, I'm going to do that turn five. Mm. And here's my swing ones yeah. in case something goes wrong. And yeah. you're just scoring points like a, a mathematician and it's not very engaging, I would say. So yeah, I don't uh, like... I'd like to see something different from the next battle scroll, but I don't think we're going to see that from the battle scroll. Uh, mm. And I think that that's really disappointing, but also I understand why it's happening because ultimately Games mm. Workshop won't do any of the actual legwork for, uh, you know, changing rules or any of those mm. other things. So it's a bit disappointing. I feel like, I don't really know how I feel about it. Like I do want, like if you're running Stormcast or Skaven, I do want it so your battle tactics are easier to do. Or I want mm. it so that everyone else's is worse to do. I can't really. Do you know? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, 
if Look. if I were to have a wish from it or like all tied up, apart from yes, there's some some units that need points adjustments because obviously the interactions when they the books were released, we didn't know what they'd look like on the table. Um, Please carry on. Uh, but I I what if it was my dream and I got to say what it is? Two new battle tactics and a new grand strategy for every book would just like i'd just that'd be rad you know like that would act if you want to talk about a battle scroll injecting a crazy new vibe and energy and i think that like it, that would be a really cool way to do it personally like if it was like how how are you going to do this and be like that's what we're going to do i'd go hell yeah just like in the same way that uh arcane tome was an auto take we still see it a bit but nowhere near as much and even though that change maybe wasn't the change that arcane tome should have been it it cha- everyone suddenly just about dropped it and changed it up. Um, and then that, that would be kind of rad. So that's what I would I think would be awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. My personal opinion, um, I think like I would like to see just all of the battle tactics on the GHB scrapped. I'd like to see new battle tactics and then I'd like to see all book tactics banned would be my like very aggressive, mm. heavy solution. They're obviously not going to do that. Um, yeah. But like I don't know, like I just feel like the battle tactics feel weird. They just feel weird. Like mm. I used to be a big stand for battle tactics, but as time is like at the beginning of this GHB, oh sorry, the beginning of this season, uh, not season, sorry, uh, this edition, I was very much like, yeah, battle tactics super cool because the battle tactics were kind of fun. You know, like mm. oh, you kill me, I kill you, fuck you. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But they've become yeah. so, uh, like so, uh, like abstracted from a yeah. war from a war like 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 we it's were that, joking, that you desire know we were... to have new ones each edition right it's yeah. it, it's like we we are now we started with terrain rules we explored having like 12 18 different terrain rules we're back to the original six like yeah. you know like we we recognize that that actually new ones constantly wasn't good so maybe with battle tactics we can recognize that we just refine rather than replace we also have to remember they're never trying to dan kind of got on this uh, when we were talking about 40k mm-hmm. the day, earlier but we're not they're not trying to make a better game they're just making a new fresh game that you buy Whoa. that is ne- mm-hmm. they're never trying to make like a more refined elegant game so we need to be conscious of that but like it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier <laughs> like it's just frustrating to me watching someone get in a boat or get out a boat or cast a spell yeah or you know be under the moon like me and nathan mm. nathan was like be under the moon nailed it everyone is <laughs> under the moon yeah and i'm like yeah. like can i shoot the moon he's like you can do yeah fucking, yeah <laughs> you can't do fucking yeah. anything to the moon you sucker yeah, and i'm like yeah, yeah. Yeah. so well but it, it was like like last last edition right with um tunnel master onto cunning maneuver your opponent had to choose the character and choose the objective so there was still some counterplay in there potentially like there and at the very least it was a a, you were putting a character onto an objective like they were playing for objective i actually loved cunning maneuver because if you could save it till late game it was a really interesting one to try and push and take objectives and like hold out scoring um, but being like, be near three board edges. You're like, some armies just don't, like, they can't play that game. So they're like, okay, sh- sick. If I'm near three board edges, I've lost the game. So there we go. Good. Yeah, I think, um, I think ultimately, so kind of, what would I see about, from the, that's more of a like, that's what we will see in the Battle Scroll update. 
but it's not what I would like to see in the Battle Scroll update. But I understand why we will see it as well. And mm. it kind of creates a, like a weird situation. And I, I said to Dan the other day, like earlier before Nathan was here, that that's maybe a show I want to talk about in the future. I don't really, like, it's not whether or not book tactics are good or bad. It's whether or not it makes me feel like I'm doing a war, which mm. is really what I'm there to do. And I don't think it does, cool. which is why if we're going to do battle tactics, we should do the Honest War Gamers patent pending romance battle <laughs> tactics yeah which are much That's better it. the love yeah. tactics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> oh no they got him did we just lose rob as he was talking about the love tactics i don't think so i'm still in the is your i think well, it's your internet down it's not me and me and nathan are fine nope. well, hello yeah. hello okay so cool. after the after the the battle tactics uh, sort of conversation from the update i don't think there's any universal problems with the game uh obviously you know they've mm -hmm. kind of dealt, dealt with arcane tome and master of magic and those other things so those those things are, uh, are an issue but the other things i think could be uh something that we discuss is the spells that they released in this ghb mm. because there's two particular well there's th all three of them are a problem uh if we're being if we're being what, rupture yeah, yeah. Rupture's a problem, Rob. Yeah, rupture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually that's another one of the all's fair in love and war battle tactics is rupture my heart, and it's just a, <laughs> it's actually what you need to do is cause someone a level of yearning for you, not lust. I want to be real clear: it's not lust; it's emotional yearning <laughs> at such a level that their heartstrings just snap, and that's that's a battle tactic right there. Yeah. Two points. Okay, well, <laughs> rupture. So if we go through them in order, rupture is the first one. Obviously, Dan's talked about that allows you to unbond, tether you, yeah, untether you from the um, release, re release you. Which is interesting, actually, because the battle tactic where you have to kill a character that's bonded to an incarnate is bonding. Is I had to answer this as an FAQ at the Teams event mm. the other day. So bonding is yeah. a process in list writing and has no in-game yes. effects, except for it going wild. No, no, no. You dead. you you oh. make it be wild, but it's still bonded because there's no unbonding process. If that makes sense, right? What you have is a list writing process where you say that this character is bonded to incarnate, and then what you do. Mm -hmm. Is an incarnate if that character dies enters a state of being wild it doesn't become unbonded it enters a state of being wild which is right. a different wild state what yeah wild bondage as opposed to just okay, regular gotcha. boring bondage okay oh, gotcha yeah yeah uh so, yeah cool. I, it was one of those questions where i was like all right lads 15 minutes on me uh and then i just like to walk away and read and i was like oh yeah. no nothing happens so uh anyway but what rupture but does rupture rupture has to target an enemy one doesn't it though it can't no, target a friendly one it can target a friendly one i'm pretty certain rupture can oh can it okay uh, right yeah yeah which is what people are doing is they're rupturing their own mm. incarnate uh they're taking right. the incarnate rupturing their own incarnate and then they're sending it off to eat an endless spell and then that endless spell is leveling it up to yeah. level three mm. at which point it becomes a 48 wound unkillable monster mm -hmm. um uh, and so that's kind of a thing so that's one of those unintended game consequences that definitely needs to be faq'd which would be really cool to see uh because it's just yeah. one of those really janky unnecessary things uh it just has to say that it's an enemy incarnate that's it yeah. and then it sorts it out 
uh, which would be good. Um, and I think I think a lot of people would be very comfortable with that. The other two, though, yeah. I think this is more of a like I think that's an undeniable one. The other two are hmm. more of an opinion piece. So I'm going to hit this hmm. one to you, Nathan, first. Blizzard. Yeah. So tell me hmm. how you feel about Blizzard. Uh, the problem with Blizzard is it's a buff which is not that hard to achieve. You, this is the mortal wound as... one. This is the mortal wound one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a buff. Basically, it's a buff to a wizard. Yes. It, that is not that hard to achieve, and it will turn a seventy-point wizard into mm. an insane bomb that can blow any piece off the board, mm. basically. It, it, you know, mm. 500 point wizard uh, 70 point wizard then becomes a 500 yeah. point killer yeah which is and, which yeah. is really weird which you don't pay, which, which you don't pay and, for and so it and, can be a bit of a non yeah it, it can mm. upset opponents quite easily and the trade it's not like it has to be on a big wizard you know like the risk of doing damage to yourself you're like yeah no one's putting blizzard on a high cost wizard they're putting mm. it on, like you say, Nath, a 70-point wizard. So they're like, yeah, maybe I kill myself. I don't care. Yeah, it's a, I, it's a, it's a real odd... Um, I think I think ultimately... Uh, sorry, Nath, you were saying. What, is that your final kind of thought that, about that? that? That's my point. Yeah, yeah. That, I just think it can be... It can be uh, an upsetting thing to play against uh, if mm. somebody just turns a little suicide wizard and just yeah. takes out an important unit in your army basically nullifies it so yeah would you I... say like because i think there's a, some of the pushback will be that it's fun sorry in quotation marks i'm mm. throwing it, it's fun uh it's fun you know like a you know a 65 point grot can kill a you know mm. a 400 point vampire lord of zombie dragon isn't that fun yeah. is that is that do we it's feel fun. that's gone Mm. I I actually prop, no. I actually think the my problem with Blizzard isn't that my problem is that it's so powerful that it has a casting value of twelve, which is totally fair. But the problem is casting value of twelve. Yes, you probably need to be primal, but there are a lot of armies out there with more buffs to cast, three dice, pick the two highest. Like so, they've got so many advantages to doing it that there are armies where you'd be silly not to take Blizzard and throw your little Scud missile out there. But then there are armies that are literally like, I can take Blizzard and Andorian Acolytes and still it be a risk because I don't have teleports, I don't have this. Like I, there are there are just like those armies with 70, 65 point casters that can take advantage of it often can also take advantage of inbuilt buffs to cast. Like, uh, like so for example, Sylvaneth that can cast on three dice pick the two highest and then potentially have a re-roll so like not that they'd do that but you'd cast on three dice pick the two highest and then add your primal you've got a better chance of getting it off than someone who's like what do you do i roll fucking two dice and then i have to throw hope i i need like two primal dice in the pocket just to get mm. this spell off like i just i think that for me is my problem is that there are armies that can ease like have a much easier time of getting blizzard off than armies that don't and that's where the balance is for me i think yeah i i would say nathan nathan's point and your point dan both are correct um and it feels like it feels it, it just it's just dumb 
Like it, it's like I think I, I think I'm comfortable to just say, and maybe this is an emotive thing, but it, it it's just it's just dumb. Why would we allow like you know a just a 500 point killer to be on at like a seven? If I if that was an artifact. You know, it's like this character can do 46 mortal wounds once per battle. You'd be like, that's a dumb artifact that anyone could take. Let's just not do that. Like, if you made it 43, that would be fine. I think maybe. Mm. I mean, even then, 43, but like, you know, you would do a max 12 mortal wounds to a unit, which is still fucking crazy stuff. Yeah. Mm. But like, when you're, when you're seeing like whole units or big models deleted out of the game, by a single spell it just feels especially when you can't stop it like uh there was a, mm. a situation at the team event we had recently where there was a corn player and the corn player was like cool i've got um uh primal dice mm. i've done heroic willpower so i'm gonna be able to stop this spell yeah i was like cool but if not i've got blood tithe yeah and if yeah. not i've got a five up ignore and it was like cool and then mm. it was just like double six so you can't use your primal dice. You can't use your blood tithe. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, you failed your five up ignore. Oh, Scarbrand is dead. And you're like, yeah. Like, how's that fun? Like, there's well, no opportunity Rob, to engage. So, Rob, let me draw your attention to the last time we had this situation. Yeah. Purple Sun. And what happened? That ability was removed from Purple Sun yes. to take off big monsters on, on a one, which admittedly was a smaller chance of happening. You had to get mm. it cast, get it, and then get it there, and then roll the ones for it to have that effect. Mm. So the last time we saw something powerful enough to just delete units had a less chance of it happening, and yet it was removed from the game. And now, and like, or like that was changed rather. That was FAQ to be changed. That's all. I think like we've got the example that that's not wanted, and yet that's one of the spells that's in there. What's um, also really funny is like the way that they deal with wizards in Age of Sigmar. Because like most of the wizards mm. in Age of Sigmar are like, he's a fanatical, you know, uh, uh, eldritchly powered uh, monster yeah. of magic that can cast any spell in the world. You're like, oh my God, one cast uh no bonuses to cast uh his spell does d3 mortal wounds on a two plus and you're like what like like the, yeah. mag magic really isn't that strong in age of sigma or hasn't really ever been that strong there are some obviously fringe cases um mm. you know croak and nagash and stuff but generally uh, like age of sigma weirdly while being a fantasy game has been pretty like magic light in many ways um and now they just like okay any wizard now has got the power to just just punch through something feels really really weird also feels really disingenuous to every other spell that now exists in the game yeah. you know like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like okay okay if you cast an, if you cast this spell on a nine you could do d6 more wounds to your zinch character you're like oh my god you're like that's your main output for your zinch army you're like wow yeah. okay uh, but now, and yeah. but then that that dickhead over there is going to do a much better spell. So, yeah. yeah, what this random guy over here is going to go ballistic with it. Yeah, I, I I actually don't mind it as a concept. I think honestly, the change I would make for Blizzard is you've got to be in combat. Oh, what the wizard has to be in range. Yeah, I think, the, I think the what... range is oh three yeah, inches. Three inches is the range is the change I'd make to Blizzard because that means it's a hard. You can't just because the, the biggest issue with Blizzard, I would say, for 99% of people, is that you can teleport or you can hero phase move or set up I and then unleash it I like, disagree. on people without like, shot. Because what, yeah? what, what, what you do is you have any unit that your opponent wants to attack, 
yeah, or a screen mm. or anything like that. You know, like mm. some armies, for instance, an Iron Jaws army, you know, it sends mm. all of its miniatures at you, like, boom. Yeah, 12 inches is a pretty mm. significant range, and they've just got a wit. Mm. The enemy, whoever you find, has got some wizard behind. Mm. 12 inches is quite hard to, like, charge the enemy and not be in mm. range. And then their counterpunch mm, yeah. is 46 more wounds, more crusher, you die. And you're like, well, that is weird. Yeah. Like, like, I have to go forward, I have to attack. So and twelve mm -hmm. inches is a massive bubble, really, to be like at range. I just would see it change. To, I don't know. Like, mm. I honestly would see it change to like D six or two D three. Like, honestly, yeah. why? Why do you need that? To like, why do we need it? Mm. Like, what's it solving? Yeah. So that's Blizzard, and then we got Hoarfrost, which mm. is where uh, you can change the stats on some stuff. And honestly, yeah. pff, I don't know, man like uh i don't know if this needs changing that's my personal opinion no i like Hallfrost. i also think to there's been i've caught i've seen a number of people who aren't playing that right where you have to choose the the weapon stat line before you roll the dice so if you've got a model with multiple different like weapon options on it you have to like or a unit you have to say it'll be this weapon and then you roll the dice and then you apply it mm. which i know that that's a, a very like a small thing but in a lot of games that lets people like roll it and then apply the best result for them they're like oh i rolled rend so i'm going to put it on this attack stat I, I rolled a three so i'm going to do rend and i'll put it on this attack stat or like they can jump around but yeah just to, for those who might have missed it Hawfrost, you choose the weapon first before you roll the dice and yeah. that that for me is a, a quite a big shift if people don't play that right. Yeah. Uh Nathan, you got any thoughts about Hawfrost? Uh yeah. Uh not really. No, I think it's fine <laughs> what I've seen of it. I've I've not played it enough to to be able to comment. Uh where as even in the three games I've played or whatever where I've had Blizzard. Yeah, it's been a significant thing in two mm. of those games. Where and I've had Hawfrost in all of those games as well and got it off a couple of times and it just didn't seem to be uh as a non-playing a non experience for my opponent as blizzard felt like yeah well, dr Domeno's made a really nice point in the chat which we haven't had in age of sigmar is my son wishes he could dispel uh sticky spells so like buffs mm. Which is kind of interesting i think that maybe puts mm. a little bit too much power to the dispeller because you get the chance to unbind um, but you know, if you yeah. had to if you had to give up a cast to stop an enemy buff, it's kind of an interesting thing as well. I think that's quite fun. Um, I think it would work if you then you know, like old Warhammer Fantasy, you had remains in play, like you had spells that you cast, and it stays in play until your opponent stops it. That's quite fun. Like mm. that that would be cool. Whereas the the problem with that which i love i love it as a concept but the problem is what if i then want to cast spells on my guys as a deterrent for your turn you know yeah. like what if what if i'm doing stuff to, to like an end make spell. me more survivable or yeah, something like, like that and then you're like never mind yeah. i'm like okay cool all right well but I, I do love it as a concept i would love that yeah. and remains in play like bring those two elements back would be cool uh, so uh, they're obviously not going to change the primal thing. The primal thing seems kind of fine. Everyone's got it. Like, it's cool. You, do you know what I mean? So, like, that's... I don't think mm. I'd like to see anything to do with that changed, which I think would be fine. Um, and then, uh, as you brought up Endless Spells, just to kind of move on uh, through the, the things that I'd like to see changed. Endless Spells, we just need some pretty aggressive points changes on some of the Endless Spells, mm. specifically Maelstrom. Yeah. 
uh, needs a change. Uh, we need yeah. a change to uh, Geminids needs to be twice as many points, probably. Oh my um, god, it's it's awesome. It's 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 a great bloody spell, but yeah, she needs she needs to be yeah tightened up. Yeah, point changes on some of the endless spells need to happen. Specifically, I'm going to call out Maelstrom because it's crazy cheap and very abusable. Uh, and then right. also, it's thirty Love points, it. and it's in every Love list. It. It's so dumb. It's the best. It's so dumb. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> the best. Here's here's the strategy, Rob. Here's my strategy. Yeah. Cast it, throw it at my opponent. Ungor Raiders shoot from the board edge, detonate it before the end of the shooting phase. Sounds just sounds, great. Just sounds great. Beautiful. Great. But you, you can spend eighty points to make <laughs> that happen, Dan. That's fine. Um, yeah. And then the yeah. game will be better. Uh, so Maelstrom going up yeah. points would be good. Uh, Geminids, and I think that's kind of okay on the end of spells in many ways. Some of them mm-hmm. are like very very good. But I think that would be that would be a good change. Uh, and then I guess we get into the armies. I think that's the major mm-hmm. thing that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, this this edition there are some there are some problem armies. Uh, there, so, are, there are some haves. Yeah, there are some haves. Uh, and I think that they know it's coming as well. I think every Bone yeah. Reaper player knows it's coming, and every Soul Black Grave Lords player knows it's coming. They all know it's coming. Yeah, um, yeah. which I think is uh, they're the kind of two standout armies and corn as well but the problem with corn mm. is is all it, like the corn is the most perfectly balanced battle tome that age of sigma has mm. ever produced like every yeah. unit is perfect because every single unit can be murder lusted into the opponent yeah that's then, that's the, the, the problem is murder lust it's <laughs> actually the core the only problem with corn is mur- like they just need to say Murderlust can't finish within three inches of an enemy unit unless it started within three inches of an enemy unit. And then it's actually perfect. Yeah, it's fine. It's that's, fine. That's, that's, that's the only change. Yeah, what did you... Uh, uh, is corn creeping under the radar a bit? I think it is creeping under the radar, but this is my bit version. What, Nathan, do you know what Murderlust does? Not really, no. I've not played corn in so long. Yeah. So, so uh, at the beginning of... Sorry, at the end of each hero phase... A corn player yeah. can spend their blood tithe points to do something on the table. The uh, the the first ability is called murder lust, and it costs Cheapest. one blood tithe. Cheapest, yeah. yeah. Um, it costs one blood tithe. You can do it an additional three times, but you got to spend blood tithe each time, which is an FAQ. Yeah. It used to be one for like three units. But what you do is you can move a unit d6 inches, and that can yeah. just put you into combat. But because that's the end of each hero phase, you could have your mm. turn. And then I'll just be like, cool, the unit that I set up in the last turn is just going to murder lust into your unit. Now that unit is not going to charge or move or shoot or do anything. Yeah. So um, they're like the old fanatics. Exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, so I think I, I think the book is really good. Like, we saw Dayton this weekend playing with, mm. like, uh, uh, all of his blood letters. Yeah. We've seen Scarbrand running around. I think the book is really, really good. It just doesn't need this yeah. gimmick. Uh, and it's that gimmick that's causing it to have... And also, it's kind of interesting as well, because the gimmick is so strong, uh, the murderless thing, mm. what's actually happening is, is then you don't... The book doesn't get a fair shake out of what its power level is like. So if the book mm. wouldn't work as well because murderless is gone, then you're like, cool, what does it yeah. need? Do the units need to be lower points? You know, like... Yeah. But it is, a, I would say, well, I a think... fairly abusive mechanic. Yeah. Uh, for for an army that's all about combat to not need to charge 
I think that like like ultimately that's the thing is you say like what's the weakness what's usually the counterplay to this what's the weakness and it is setting up oh it's like stand and shoot it's all of that kind of thing uh being able to just salsa your way into combat is is kind of it seems off brand I uh and well, yeah, so, and the thing is, like, I, I think a lot of corn, I, like, I've spoken to a lot of corn players who are like, um, I don't use murder lust that often. And I'm like, of course you don't. You don't need to use it that often. You only need to use it that time it matters. And and across the board, I know that means that most people won't use it all the time. But at top level competitive games, that's what happens. Like that, that's that's the way they play it in. Well, and yeah, yes, that- it's D six, but. It, that the thing to remember as well if you're three inches away from someone it's a move if you only roll a one it doesn't say you can't finish it within three so they all just move into within three yeah well so it's quite interesting the chat are talking about it as well because one of the things that we see most commonly mm-hmm. in most corn lists is bellicor uh, and you're like, well, yeah. how, why, why am I seeing Bellacor in there? Bellacor's a wizard. Bellacor like doesn't mm. really interact with Corn. It's because Corn is a blue control deck from Magic. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an anti, yeah. it's an anti movement tech army, not a killer yeah. army, which is so weird. Um, so I'd like to see that change. That feels really odd as well. Um, so that's a bit. But Corn like, kind because of flying I've, under the radar. That's they're not the main I issue. Think- Corn has an. Well, I think that's the thing as well. Corn has such an awesome book. In my opinion, there's a lot of flexibility. There's a lot of interesting abilities. There's great balance between uh, Blood Tithe and Summoning, which usually tent leans towards Blood Tithe, and then maybe Summoning late game. Like I think it's such a cool list and such a cool book that I I think Blood Tithe being one, uh, Murderlust being one Blood Tithe point, like all of that jazz. That's just the thing that that makes it feel a little less corny to me so maybe if if blood tithe was more uh murder lust was more expensive or you just couldn't murder lust into combat i think that's it but like murder lusting onto objective play like to get more bodies on objectives or to get a second redeploy i think all of that is rad i just don't like it into combat yeah that's that's fine all right so we'll talk about Ooh. the big bads okay. uh the probably the yeah. best performing faction in the game right now is ocr bone reapers uh, well, not probably. They are uh, in Dol Myriad. Uh, so they have a two-up spell mm. ignore as an army. Uh, there's loads of other advantages to them. Uh, the recursion mm. is crazy. They are effectively a two-plus armor save army in many ways. Two to three-plus armor save army. Because it's always got Caracross in. He gives everyone plus one to hit, plus one save. So everyone's got a great thing. Uh, you've got the ability to do a five-up ward save multiple times. And the build that we see played most often is a bunch of Immortis Guard, Catacross, and either Arkan or not Arkan, or a Bone Shaper. But, and you can put two to reliably put two, maybe sometimes three, and an outside mm. chance four. Uh, Immortus Guard back into a slain unit. Not forgetting that that unit is a two-up armor save. Uh, like, before you do Mystic Shield up. and all that defense, five-up ward save, 30-wound unit. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> like that is a difficult nut to crack. It can be... Ignoring two- spells on a two-up. Yeah, ignoring spells on a two-up. And it can be a two-up ignoring Ren 2, like, very easily. All-out defense, Mystic Shield, and Catacross. So um, they're very, very powerful. Uh, and then Catacross is also really good as well. And they do lose. Like, it's not like they're undefeatable, but they are very, very actively winning all around the world. And one of the things that makes me 
Uh, one of the things that's also really good about them is the fact that they're very easy to produce. So people just put loads of them on the tabletop. Yeah. So I think that they know that they're going to get a yeah. slap coming. But the biggest problem with the slap that's going to come for them is that the book is pretty ropey internally because since they destroyed the crawler uh, in the book update and then they destroyed mm. the the harvester in the FAQ. So, yeah. you, but like, there's also a problem. If you get rid of the null myriad, OCR bone reapers, you just let Croak do what he likes. So, Nathan, I give you a future, and you get to choose. <laughs> Frogs or skeletons, great. What do you want to do? Do you want to charge at a basically undefeatable wall of skeleton warriors and fight and kill some guys and do some stuff, but ultimately probably lose the game? Or do you mm. want a frog to murder all your guys in the first couple of turns? Which do you choose? <laughs> Mushrooms. You know, you know what? I I choose I choose to change the frog because at least the other way I get to keep my models on the table and play for a little bit longer. Uh, you, you want the frog to go away? No frog. I want the I want the frog to go away. Yes, I can't kill the immortus wankers, but at least I have models on the table. The frog says, "Take your toys off," and I'm like, "Can I do anything about it?" And they're like, "Nah." You can take them off, but like uh, that's that's the vibe. All right, okay. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the other problem that we have in the game right now, which is actually kind of interesting, because there's a there's a repeated theme on the problem. So we're talking about Bone Reapers being really good because of the recursion, the ability to heal yeah. models or units into an army, uh, and then we jump over to Soul Black Grave Lords, where the big problem right now is the carpet of zombies, the pizza box full mm -hmm. of zombies. Uh, so you know, two hundred. Yeah zombies and direwolves all with five up ward saves and then if you kill a whole unit of them if you kill 60 wounds with a five up ward save they then bring half that unit back immediately in that turn like it's not like gits nathan where it's the end of only your turn it's each player's yeah. turn yeah. uh and then they still just have a five up ward save like the same so you just can't it it it, it pretty much can't lose um, uh, and that, but then that kind of is throwing out that there's a bigger problem in Soulblight Grave Lords, in that the vampire lords with the hunger are also fairly unkillable as well. Like, mm. which I, I know everyone right now is like, Rob, shut the fuck up, just let the zombies <laughs> take the hit. Yeah, because <laughs> because what we're really talking about is recursion, right? So even if you, yeah. so if we get rid of zombies, skeletons aren't the same sort of problem. But, you know, with mm. Graveguard, for instance, you know, you could wipe out a unit of Graveguard. You could put 10 Graveguard back. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. legit pretty good. Um, so that mm. recursion is a constant problem. And the healing in Soulblight Gravelords is fucking nuts. And when we see them win events, we don't just see zombies win. We see zombies win. Mm. We see double zombie dragons win. We see zombie dragons with yeah. Luca Vi win. We've seen Avangori yeah. armies, which is just like... I saw a legit unmounted Terrorgeist in a list go 5-0 the other day, and I'm like, what the fuck? And the answer is, mm. just everything is always coming back to life. You just can't do enough damage. Yeah. Is the major problem. Um, I so think it's the, the thing is they have... I actually don't mind that they have so much healing. It's just that they can he like it's that it's not one wound, you know. Like it's not like oh, if you killed something, you heal a wound. It's if you killed something, you heal d three, d six, whatever. You heal everything, mm -hmm. and then on top of that, like I think that's the thing is it's 
it's an, a staggering amount of healing and a staggering amount of returning models to units. And then when you finally get past that, it's recursion of units, entire units as well. Like I, it's it's not any one thing; it's all of them in combination. Yeah. Means that it's it effectively it also like. I think the thing that's the joy of playing against those armies, you know, like the horde of zombies, is that they die so easily. But if they kill you, your guys come back as zombies or they bring guys back. But they should die so easily that you can still get through them. And Ooh. then for them to be like, and now the unit's back, you're like, well, okay, cool. Like, that's, there's, so what's the weakness of the zombie then? Because they don't die, and then when they they come back, and then when they do die, they come back. Like where draw me, and they're like, and also they're getting extra attacks, and they're doing mortal wounds, and blah blah blah. You're like, draw me their weakness. Give me the weakness for them. Yeah, I I agree. I think uh, I think they have some uh, massive strengths and no weaknesses, and it's that recursion that they're going to really struggle with. Because if they just attack zombies, the recursion, the healing for the rest of the the armies, mm. uh, the rest of the army is still going to be a problem for them. So that's something they're going to have to address in yeah. the future. Um, so Soulblight yeah. Grave Soulblight Grave Lords will be a fascinating look uh, if they're understanding where their problem exists. Yeah. Versus... I'm actually really I'm actually kind of excited to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those elegant ones that they definitely aren't gonna do something good about, so uh that'll be fun. Uh so then uh the other armies that stand out uh, at the moment, then they're 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 kind of suppressed a little bit. People keep saying Celeste is really good, and that's just not true. They're fine, they're just not overcooked. Mm. Uh, they're definitely the start standout yeah. issues are Starbright Grave Lords and Osiart Bone Reapers and Corn kind of under the re under the radar, uh, but yeah. then uh, there's some other armies which definitely are good and maybe will come even more powerful when when Starbright Grave Lords go away. Uh, so that's I something to be conscious of. Slanesh, I don't I don't worry too much about, it. and maybe that was the benefit of seeing all of the games we saw them play at Worlds, but. Slanesh was good, don't get me wrong. Very strong, great play, great armies, lots of shooting. Uh, but they have, like, there are enough counters. There are things that bust their game plan up. There's things that happen around them that don't make them as unpleasant, unbeatable, and, oppre excuse me, and oppressive to play. And so I, I don't know if Slanesh is in a particularly bad place. I think the only changes you might make to them is to increase like internal parity of their book to encourage use of different units and different strategies. Well, yeah, I think uh, I, I think I think Slanesh are fine to be honest, and I think actually mm. I would like to see Slanesh buffed because I'd like to see them spend a little less points on like I like Bliss Barbs. I think are fine. Like there are mm. some like very aggressive builds of Bliss Barbs, but like they're not crazy so just leave them mm. as they are but what i would and like they die to see, easy too yeah i'd like to see them encourage other builds so i'd like to see them lower points on even slangor uh, no <laughs> make slangor great again no and they weren't great in the first place so that is you are dan nailing that l slogan where it was never good in the first place uh, <laughs> and now we want it to be great again um yeah i think uh, i think i think it'd be good to see, i think it'd be good to see the combat be good i think that'd be excellent mm, yeah. so i really like to see that i think that's it though i'd like to wrap it up there because i think we've covered like the like without going through each individual mm. army I'd like to know what everyone who's watching this video back or watching on the Twitch chat or any of those things think would like they'd like to see as a change in the Battle Scroll update. What units, mm. 
people think need changing uh what points they'd like to see being addressed you know like my book because everyone who's watching this as a video on youtube for instance is going to know much better their armies than i do in detail i mean mm. i do read them all the time but uh, anyway um so i think that'd be really fun uh and that'll, that'll be it nathan has left us uh in yeah. the show he has just left he's, his eyes rolled back into his head uh and and mushrooms started sprouting from his nostrils yeah oh we did say that yes gilly is right i'd like the incarnate to be 1400 points uh, just to be clear, no rules changes, just 1,400 points. That's what I'd like it to be. I should probably have said that. Um, <laughs> bold of you to assume I know anything about my army. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan, you got any plans this week? Uh, just, just working on stuff. Um, I've got lots of pre-production for a little, uh, secret project and yeah. And that's, that's it. That's, and but probably doing some war dollies as well. Like, and, and trying not to trying to resist the siren song of Baldur's Gate three, just trying to, just trying to resist it. But you know, it's, it, it's in there. It's in the back of my head. It's saying like, you got so much of the party killed how many will you get to the end i'm like ah, none just me just, just me you. like M mass effect 2 just me at the end <laughs> okay all right well it, it makes me really sad you've lost some people i've lost zero people i've gained people if anything um, i had i had a party member kill another party member rob that's how badly i feel like i've done at this that's because lazel knows what she's about yeah you just needed to connect with her emotionally yeah oh no shadow heart killed lazel oh no a heartbreak Heartbreak. One persuasion check and fucking knife throat done. I was like, holy crap. Well, be more Spoilers. persuasive, that's what I say. Uh, right, I'm a bard, Rob. I'm a bard. Okay. I'm as persuasive as I can be. <laughs> right. Um, I, have I got any. What have I still, I'm doing this week? So, <laughs> amazingly, Dan, uh, I am. Uh, uh, what's the right way to describe this? Uh, I am playing. I'm a support. Uh, staff i'm support staff this weekend so uh i don't know if you know but my partner is uh, going to be in a uh, documentary about miniatures in art uh and uh, we've had documentary crews in for the past like few weeks uh, and then this weekend we are going to uh to the gallery where it's being hosted and uh, we yeah. teach a t and she's teaching a bunch of kids how to paint her goblins and my job is Rad. my job is to help the kids like just be like yeah don't worry you can paint on me that's fine whatever you need yeah, no, yeah. thumb that's my job so uh yeah that's uh, that's what i'm doing that's this amazing i i see here's the thing rob you say that i think the kids are gonna bloody love you no 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 i'm going to be like they'll be like oh, have you yeah, ever read right, the big Mr. friendly giant you're like, right, the bfg Mr. rob I, he's got a name i was like unless you know his points and his rules you're not allowed to give him a name yeah Get with the program, kid. Yeah. <laughs> What's the average of Rob, two dice? You know, What's the average of two dice? Do you know dice? how competitive children are? Do you know how competitive they are? You're going to be like, you're, do you want your goblin to be better than his goblin? And they'll be like, yeah, you're like, give him give him a spell. Give him blizzard. And they'll be like, okay, I'm going to paint his hands white. Oh, no. Am I going to, am I going to, am I going to have to help kids slap chop? Oh, no. A disaster. Okay. So that's my weekend. So I don't think I'll have much Rad. chance. But next weekend, I'm running a two-day uh 24 
doubles event. So it's 24 sets of doubles. So 48 people playing here at the arena. Jesus. Yeah, which is going to be amazing. Some people are describing it as the Age of Sigmar social event of the season, which I agree with. Yeah. 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 The social event of the season. Yes. Everyone's like, like cocktails and canapes. And they're like, oh, yes, darling. (laughs) Did you hear what they did to celebrate graveyards? (laughs) Please, everyone wear monocles. Monocles for everyone yeah the social event of the social event of the season uh, and then because there are 48 people traveling up to play i decided to also then put like a one dayer on the friday of just like 2000 point singles which is pretty good oh, so yeah. we're like we've sold like mo- no we sold like half the tickets for that which is kind of fun um so like even if it ends up just being like you know 16 people playing on the friday that's pretty crazy for a friday uh, yeah. which i quite like that um and i think that that'll be really cool so i do have a lot of agency more lined up over the next few weeks which is really fun uh, and i've got some Rad. videos i'm going to make about it so looking forward are there to any it. tickets left to the doubles event like should can people still go along to no, that or is it's, it, it's been sold you, out it's, I, someone refunded a ticket today and it was resold in like eight minutes like wow. so social event of Damn. the season that is it like mark your calendars yearly because yeah, yeah. this is this is it. Croquet and war dollies. I got two asked, most important things to English people, I assume. I got asked some questions. and they, Do you want to hear the FAQs I had to give up to end the show? Rad, yes. Okay. Lay, lay, cause, because, so uh, I've told this story uh, to multiple times in my life, but I have once worked a job where there was a day of, like, when you first got hired, effectively a day of FAQs of cautionary tales of people fucking up. And then there was one time where in this job over the course of this contract, I fucked up and I was talking to my HR manager and I was like, fuck, I'm going to be an FAQ now, aren't I? Like, I'm going to be a cautionary tale. And he was like, yep, yep, you are. I'm putting that in the training package for everyone from now on. <laughs> uh, and so I, and since then, I love when I see a, a, a like a package for a tournament and I love seeing the FAQs that they've answered in advance being like, Oh, we're going to have to, if I don't address this now, I don't know what. So yeah, lay it on me. Give me some of the FAQs, Rob. Uh, Give me, give me the spiciest, weirdest takes. Oh no. These are just questions I got asked that I legitimately had to answer. So, um, uh, I'll start with clarification on battle tactics. Pretty boring one. You got two players. How do you do battle tactics? So I said at the start of the hero phase, each team selects one player, one player to be the team leader. Yeah. For this battle round. Each team must pick two battle tactics to complete each battle round. The player picked to be the team leader must pick a battle tactic first. And these can be selected from the GHB 2023 or from their army book. The second player on each team must then pick an additional battle tactic. This battle tactic has to come from their army book. So what I like about this is what I'm aiming for is to sow division. I do not want... Yeah. Teams. yeah, I want the Great. teams to be like, I'll, I'll be the leader and I'll do, no, like, well, yeah, but it's so much easier because you can see how people are going to be like that. It'd be easier for you to do that. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, also, and but, and you know what? This this really opens the door to, to fully uh, power moving your opponent with like, like just little niggles. You know, like be it, like your, your own teammate rather, with little niggles, just being like, "Yeah, I mean, I'll take the harder one. That's fine. I know what you can do, given your yeah. history." You know, yeah. like you can just slide like little ones in there. Um, I, I think that's great because there's the only thing worse than razzing up your opponents is razzing up your clubmates. Exactly. And if they're your teammate, and you're like, you fail a charge, and they're like, "Oh, I've, do you think I should use a command point?" And it's like, you won't get it. 
Yeah, you know, like yeah. just like you, you won't get it. Don't worry about it. All right. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, next one. Uh, like, uh, question: How does faction terrain work? Because people were like, "Well, if so, do, if I've got terrain and my opponent's got terrain, do we both put terrain down? Like, could you give some clarity?" So I was like, "Okay, here's the answer." At this stage, we can all agree it doesn't really work. And why? <laughs> and why are there bone statues? Uh, and like the, just carried around battlefields and literally not a medical tent for the cities of Sigmar lads. But let's try and answer this question. Sorry, is that in the FAQ? Did you put that? Yeah, is that's, there in a the full FA- sentence? That's, in, that's in the FAQ. That's the, written So in. the full FAQ has a sentence describing your your opinions on the the narrative elements of Warhammer yeah. Competitive Age of Sigmar. Great, yeah. yes. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, each player can use uh, the faction terrain for their army. If the armies are the same, you can only have one piece. Seems fair. Fair, yep. Fair. Yep. You don't want you don't no. need to be two loon shrines. That's silly. Yeah, yeah that's silly. Okay, uh, we had a question off Josh. Uh, Josh was like, can I cast my teammates and the spells? And I wrote, no, Josh, no. <laughs> They're... It's, is it your end of spell? No. It's my <laughs> no. teammates end of spell. Is it on your list? No. Then why would you be able to cast it? Yep, fair. Yep. And finally, I got a question about triumphs because uh, I've already answered a bunch of questions about like command points and other stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, how are triumphs organized in doubles? I think this was from Declan. So I wrote back, uh, triumphs are a weird holdover from first edition AOS. And I can't believe you are asking me about them. Your team gets. <laughs> your team gets. Love... No, Rob, please, please shame people for coming to your event and having questions about the complex rules pack that playing in doubles in a game not designed for doubles has. But no, shame the people paying to come to the event. Correct. That's correct. Uh, yeah. Your team gets one triumph based on the combined points of both team lists. In addition, if using a triumph. Uh, sorry when using a triumph you must declare loudly in game i am using a triumph for it to be legal to use just so that when they do it i can then go over and be like using a triumph are you that's awkward that's all i'm going to say every time it's awkward and then i'm going to give a prize out for the person who gave the most triumphs out which will be a permanent ban from the arena that's what it's going to be yeah because i hate them now that's that's my dream. My dream is to come over there, use a triumph. Like I'll take a thousand point list, so I get a triumph every game, and then I'm just gonna scream it at the top of my lungs. I am using a triumph. <laughs> and then you can try to shame me as much as you want, but it's okay because you could never do worse than my family's done. So it's like you won't be able to hurt me. Uh, so it's in the FA Doctor Demento. There is actually a link. Uh, I'll probably put out a link for the doubles pack that I wrote. But these are some addendum rules. I thought I'd covered every question. But I didn't know someone would try to blag casting their mates on an endless spell, so I thought I'd covered all the ground. That's a that's a big. You should have you should have followed up with. Can you cast your opponent's endless spells? Can you can you can you cast your opponent's endless spells? Question mark. No. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, I mean, good. I love I love the tenacity, like of being like maybe I'll get this one through. So before anyone starts being like, actually sounds like Rob's power tripping and being a bit of a dickhead, I'd like you to know that I learned this technique from one of the judges at Worlds. So we were at the World Championships, me and Dan, we were having dinner. I we were having, I know what you're about to we talk were about. Having, yeah. we, were having, uh, we were having dinner with the judges and mine and Dan's favourite judge, no offence to the others, is Carlos. 
yeah? Uh, and Kalu said, uh, specifically, when asked about, like, being a judge, he said, he's Italian, so I'll, I will fuck this up. I'm going to try anyway. He was like, my job... <laughs> my job is so no one asks me a single fucking question, yeah? They need to learn, yeah? If I give them one answer, they'll want another answer. If I give them another answer, they'll want another answer. That's not my job. What do I look like? Someone who reads books? No. Yeah, they must learn. <laughs> Am I doing that right? Is that what they said? I think that was right, Dan. Yeah, it was. It was, it was something along those lines of basically like, I want them to not come to me unless the question's good. You know, it was effectively like that. And like, and if I can put their uh, the vibe was, if they're too embarrassed to come to me, they'll figure it out like adults. And I was like, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, I agree. Like, if they keep, if I give them, if I if I feed them a bit. They'll never leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all teach yeah. them to fish. It's all like, right. What are they? They're crows around a bin full of snacks. <laughs> and so I want to make sure they know that these snacks are poisonous. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So we're going to go. Thanks for tuning into the other small gamer. I've been your host, Rob. This has been Dan. Nathan also joined us, but he is right now. Uh, he fi- I think he finally realized he was on stream and not just tripping balls. He's in yeah. a mushroom hole. Yeah, he re- we spoke about it at the start that uh, at some point at festivals, you need to work out what's in your head and what everyone else can see. And I think he realized that he it, like he was legitimately in front of the laptop. And he was like, <laughs> oh, no, this isn't a good place to be. <laughs> I must go now. I've got to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, like, subscribe, uh, follow us, help us support us on Patreon, all those other things. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in in the Twitch chat. You guys are great. Have a lovely day.